0: On this episode of money with friends, the myth of the hashtag girl boss, we've got a wake up call and some eye opening information. It is Monday, August 10th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am a certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And coming to you from my mom's half-finished basement in uh, Stowe, Vermont, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show, a place where I just ran out of coffee. I'm Joe Salcihai.
0: Oh my goodness, it's tragic. This is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape while Joe drinks his coffee. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own.
1: Today's show uh, comes to us courtesy of Tiller Money. Uh, Big welcome from Tiller to Money with Friends listeners. You can optimize your financial life in Google Sheets or in Microsoft Excel with fast automatic transaction imports, easy templates, and a free. 30-day trial. Head to TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF and you can check it out and see why we like it so much. That's TillerHQ.com forward slash MWF. Bobby, happy Monday. We're starting the week talking about getting your friends to sell stuff for you. That's always fun.
0: Or some people might say helping your friends achieve financial independence. That is true. Good Mm. point. Maybe. Maybe. Somebody got rich on an MLM scheme. We, we, Somebody.
1: We will see who. Well, let's uh, see. Speaking <laughs> of see, let's see which one of our friends that we uh, that we coerced into helping us start today's show.
0: This is Tara from Rise Up. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money. Let's do this. All right, Joe's still recovering from the weekend. He had a great time. All right, let's do this. This comes to us from one of our from one of our favorite um, favorite sources, the Financial Diet, home of Kristen Wong, who has been one of our co-hosts. We adore Kristen. Um, okay, so it's from the Financial Diet. The writer is Holly Ann Hobkirk, and the title is "You're Not a Girl Boss. You Are Just Trapped in an MLM Scheme." And the article begins, I recently received an amazing business opportunity. I'm going to read this with feeling, Joe. I recently received an amazing business opportunity. A stranger called Amara, whose Instagram bio reads, own your story, DMs me to tell me I can earn a high income with low effort, all from my phone. It's completely free and full training is provided, but... I should probably spend $725 on a starter kit as an investment to myself. Wow. If you've been on social media over the last three months, there's a good chance you've received a similar opportunity. Since the COVID-19 outbreak, just about every woman I know has been asked to join a multi-level marketing scheme. If you're not familiar with MLMs like Avon, Arbonne, Unique, FM Fragrance, Amway, and Nu Skin they're product-based businesses that recruit unsalaried sales staff to recruit more unsalaried sales staff. A study on MLMs indicates that the majority of sales staff make a loss and reps are required to engage in quote, constant and aggressive recruitment of new members. So why are so many young women joining them? Well, MLMs have a new target audience, the hashtag girl boss. In the early 2010s, MLM's main clientele were suburban women in their late 30s to early 40s. One paper reported that Avon typically caters to the needs of people between 35 and 45 years old with higher education above high school. MLMs were even parodied in a 2015 episode of Schitt's Creek when David and Moira joined a pyramid scheme, only to learn the craze had swept through the town two years prior. At the same time, the show aired, Sophia Amoruso's Girl Boss had just been published, and a new generation of younger women were becoming empowered by the idea of owning a business, smashing their hashtag goals, and living their best lives on Instagram, all in the name of feminism. You take a little bit of this, Joe. All
1: right, deal. Uh, recent essays like Lee Stein's "The End of the Girl Bosses Here" have shed light on the demise of this mindset, but is still thriving with MLMs. Grace Wilson, a librarian who runs the MLM busters, recently claimed that these companies use women, supporting women, to build a captive customer base of empowered reps, spending money, and explains that they co-opt feminist language to justify justify exploitation, outdated girl boss messages like the popular, you've as many hours in the day as Beyonce, lend themselves perfectly to MLMs because they promote the message that women are failing because they aren't working hard enough, rather than acknowledge the simple fact that 99% of sellers end up losing money when they invest in multi-level marketing. You can see this in action on pro-MLM social media accounts. They post the same unactionable advice we've seen since the dawn of Tumblr feminism, like girl, get out of your own damn way and hustle beats talent. Delve a little deeper into these millennial pink post and you'll find problematic boss shaming messaging. Like if you're not careful, your own fears of insecurity can trick you into a mediocre life. And you spend $10 a day on breakfast and lunch. That's $300 a month. You can start a business. You just won't prioritize. Uh, It's, it's interesting. The piece goes on from there, Bobby, and just continues to, to talk about how a lot of times MLMs are selling the wrong stuff. And I don't know, overall there is a obviously a ton of negativity about MLMs in this piece, a lot of negativity where you and I talk, but are you, are, are you really against MLMs?
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm hesitating to say that because I don't like to be negative. And I think that there are people if done correctly, there's MLMs that if you are in it and you are able to sell the actual product, which some people can, rather than just do the pyramid scheme part of it. I mean there's really two businesses going on. There's the actual product they're selling and there is nothing wrong with that. I mean, I was once invited to a party. I didn't know it was an Arbon party, A R B O N N E, which is a company mentioned in here, and it was incredibly awkward because it was a very close friend of friend of mine's close friend. So I didn't know the person throwing the party, but you're sitting there in this group of women and she basically you know, by the end, after this whole presentation, which I didn't know was happening, you're really under the gun to buy something. And then she starts talking about how you can get the products, how great the products are. And she gets so many of them for so much less because she works with the company and she gets a massive discount. And it just felt kind of yuck. I just didn't like it. Um, I don't, I don't know, some people maybe do earn money actually selling the product. What I don't like about the MLMs is recruiting the people, the pyramid, because you know telling people that they have to buy $700 worth of goods just to get started, it's just not nice. And 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 what's new in this article, and the reason that I chose it, is it's the language that they're using. That's what's different. So they used to prey upon, stereotypically, people that were, maybe women, stereotypically, that were home, with children maybe, and they were looking for ways to uh, have something of their own, something that they could identify with. It was social. You know, you think about the Tupperware parties and to some degree they could be harmless at that point. If you're selling people something they actually need. Okay. But this is making people think that they own a real business when really they're part of this pyramid scheme in many cases. Of course, as I said, some people could be actually selling the products to people. And so there is that part of the business that is very legit, but really it's, it's a lot of work from what I've heard. It's a lot of work to really make real income on this, unless you get in early and get a lot of people in your, I think it's called your downline. Is the the lingo, but they're they're adapting this language, and they also, you know, they want people to look a certain way. They talk about Instagram and people uh, later in the article um, spending money on non essentials to look like a girl boss, and they think they own
1: their own business. That's where it sort
0: of gets really sketchy.
1: Yeah, talking to a friend. Say something, Joe. <laughs> talking to a friend who did who did uh, Mary Kay for uh, a, a while. She just kept spending more and more and more money on herself, so that her numbers looked really good. Um, and she got really into how she was ranking among all these other people. And before she knew it, she was in credit card debt up to her eyeballs. And man, I mean, she had a quote free car right that 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 was quote given to her, even though when she looked at the amount of Money that she was spending on stuff that she wasn't using, she was giving it away to people, uh, just just to try to keep her numbers looking good, and it ended up being bad. That's, that's my issue here is that there's two things going on, just like you said, Bobby. There's the actual business, which might be decent. I mean, the product might be good, but, but the, the, the recruiting of people, I just find to be so brutal at first. And I love what you bring up here, the change in, in, in attitude, because, because it used to be the sales pitch was you can have something for nothing, right? Which never is true. You can sit back, make a ton of money and everybody else does the work for you. I always believed that that was absolutely horrible and there is no there, there, there is no such business. And my question always was, if, if, if you can have a business where you do something for nothing, and you're telling me that that's what you do, why are you telling me this on a Tuesday night at 7.30 in the evening when you'd probably rather be home with your family? L- life not quite as glamorous as what you're sitting here selling me. Just look at where you're at. But then the second piece is, now they're presenting this as a as a better business opportunity, right? Which I do think on one hand is more truthful. I think you have to run this as a business because you do work for yourself. You have to figure out how to do more activity. And in MLM or any business, if you do more activity, you're probably going to be more successful. You're going to make mistakes quicker. You're going to get them out of the way and you're going to get moving toward stuff that actually works. So on that end, I believe it. But the... Um, But then there's the next question, which they all avoid, which is when you look at all the business opportunities out there, if you do want to start the business, is this really what you should be doing with your time? And the answer based on statistics in most cases is no, you shouldn't be doing this. You should go start your own business. You shouldn't do this.
0: And again, I think that it's important to note that a lot of this it's a lot of, um, mental games that they're playing with people by using these sort of catchphrases like the harder you work, the more money you'll earn showcasing your life and make it more attractive. is a selling tactic. They also talk about how I'm looking for more of these girl, as you said, get out of your own damn way. Hustle beats talent. Um, if you're not careful, your own fears and insecurities will trick you into a mediocre life. You spend $10 a damn breakfast and lunch. That's $300 start a business. You're not prioritizing. I mean, it's, it's really
1: manipulative
0: no way that they're speaking to women and making people feel like oh i'm being empowered you're not being empowered you're being dictated to
1: well you are however shamed and shamed for not being more successful i've had all of these thoughts myself about my own business though you know, I've had all these same thoughts and I've said the, many of these, these things. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't think I've ever woken up in the morning and said, I have as many hours today as Beyonce has. I've never said that, but I have thought, you know what? I've got X number of hours in my day. I got to make them count, which is really what they're getting at. I, I don't think, you know, the, you're right. These are truisms. They're unactionable, but, but by themselves, I, I'm not that, you know, I'm not that, that negative on these things. I think they're just as a, I For me, the barrier is, isn't these tropes, it's, is this really the thing I should be doing with that time? Is this the thing that I should be doing? And, you know, if if, if you bust me for wasting my life, I think that actually is positive. If I feel bad because I'm not doing anything and I should be out there doing something, well, then okay, you help me out. But if you're helping me out by making me sell stuff to my friends that they don't really want and shove it down their throat and invites them to a party I didn't <sighs> even know was coming, that that might not be a best use of time. Hey, I'm I'm speaking of the time. I uh, I uh, we need to do our big idea for today, Bobby. And to get there, first, got to say a big thanks to everybody who's used our link at Tiller Money. Uh, for managing their money. You know, when it comes to managing your money, you've got two choices. If you're going to automate things, you can either go with a free solution where you're constantly going to have advertisements in your face. Talk about, by the way, we talk a little bit about bait and switch here, Bobby. How about this one? Oh, look at it's free. I can look at my money. Yes. And I can also have people constantly marketing me because it was quote free, right? Or I can pay a very small fee. I can Make things as flexible as I want, and I can have all my transactions automatically downloaded every day for me. That's how Tiller Money works. To learn more and to get a free 30 day trial, head to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. That's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. You know, it's funny. Annette says that on Saturday's show, we talked about avoiding fees, and those same people they'll overpay for products all day long, Bobby, and says MLMs do a great job of hiding those fees. I think that's a great question to ask. Yeah. What is your takeaway here?
0: I thought you were going to go first because I went first on um right,
1: on, Saturday. on Saturday deal. I can go first. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with owning a business and I don't think there's anything wrong with working hard Or, or I think I think those are two really good things. I also don't think there's anything wrong with quote, mentors helping you think about how you work hard. So none of that bothers me as much as it bothers this author. What does bother me is the fact that the person making the decision about whether they do this or some other job I think they let themselves get talked into something that probably wasn't in their best interest. So whether it's an MLM or another business, going into business isn't bad. Evaluating your opportunity and finding the one that's for you that might not involve some of the shady sales tactics that some of these do. uh, I think you've got to make a better choice.
0: I love that because it's, Ultimately, up to you, and if you want to be the boss of yourself, you need to be the boss of yourself and not depend on someone else's business idea to carry you with no work that's never going to happen. so well said, Joe. well
1: uh, how about yours, Bobby?
0: I see red lights everywhere, Joe. Um, it's not just the MLMs and the, quote, friends that seem to find you when they have this perfect opportunity. They're always friends you haven't heard from in a very long time. Um, it's being asked to do things that you should get paid for in the name of female empowerment or empowerment of, of various other groups that are that are, you know, looking for ways to improve their economic situation. So it's not just female. Um An example, I have a friend who literally, I kid you not, was asked to speak about how to get paid as a female speaker at a conference empowering moms, but she was asked to speak for free. (laughs) Leave you with that thought. Just process that. Think about the irony there. They asked her to speak for free. They refused to pay her. And what she said at the end, because she wanted to attend the conference anyway, And she was going to be there anyway, but she basically said, then I'm not censoring anything. And I'm going to tell them that you're not paying me. And that's what happened. And they went with it. They didn't have the budget, which is, you know, I I don't know their books. I don't know. They still like it,
1: but they still put her on stage. Yeah. They did. She was able to say, well,
0: and she was like, well, look, I'm there anyway. And I'm just not going to lie. I'm going to be like, I should have gotten paid for this. But sometimes what she said is that sometimes you do things because you care. And she said, I I care about you guys. I care about the audience of moms there. And she wanted to support the moms and and give them a message about, you know, you should fight for being paid. But at the same time, if, you know, she's like, I was going to be here anyway. And I, I wanted to help you guys. So it was worth it for her, but she was not happy.
1: I wouldn't be happy either. And I think that's, I think that's a great place to stick a pin in it, figure (laughs) out how you're going to get paid. Uh, She is Bobby. I'm Joe. Thanks. Everybody who's hung out with us live. Thanks to everybody who's listening. Uh, We'll be back here. Bobby will be back here tomorrow with more money with friends. We'll see you back here then. Bye-bye.